People, listen up. It's a fucking lockdown right oh, now. Come off it. We're no not in a prison drama, are we? We are in a prison drama. This is the fucking Shawshank Redemption, right? But with more tunneling through shit and no fucking redemption. Screw you guys. I'm going home. Sheriff, this is no time to panic. This is the perfect time to panic. <laughs> it's not the end of the world. I ain't going with you. I'll go with child. Hey, fuck you, Palmer! I'm going with you! Who says I want you going with me? All right, cut the bullshit! Because the whole world gone crazy! Hey! Everybody calm the fuck down. Good evening. Civilized towns, you look a man direct in the face when you talk to him. This isn't comfortable. Well, it's not supposed to be. <laughs> Here's a, uh... Situation. Serious. Mrs. O'Dwyer was abducted. She is my everything, and those savages have got her. God knows what they're doing to her, and every second that we delay. You know who did this? I don't have a name. How many of them do you think there are? It won't matter. You have no chance against any number of them. I'm, I'm coming with you. No, no, I need you here. And this is what a backup's for, to help an emergency, not stay back. I'm coming. We're making a five-day journey in three days, riding along and sleeping the bare minimum. I don't know what's west of here. No cattle trail or anything else goes in that direction. If our horses die before we get there, or we go into hostile territory, weak and foggy with exhaustion, we won't rescue anybody. Hello, and welcome to a new episode of Holmes Movies Recommends. My name is Anders Holmes. I'm joined by my brother, Adam, who is on Zoom in America, so... If just take that into consideration when you're listening to the episode. So if the audio feels weird, that's because we're recording this over Zoom. Yeah, and I've been having internet issues, so you know. Yeah. Well, anything could happen. Yeah. Uh, but that's the world we live in. How are you? I'm good. I've uh, been uh, been been. I've been busy the last couple of weeks. I've been like this week. I've been doing some sort of sound work for. Um, we I I we did like we worked with this theater group that was supposed to go to on Foon, the island of Foon, like where Odense is in Denmark. They were supposed yeah. to do they were supposed to do some like improv exercises with another theater group, but because of COVID, that didn't happen. So we did some little film things where we filmed them where they improvised scenes. So the idea was like they're kids meeting for a study group and basically they just made stuff up. So we did three little films of that. So I've been working just to kind of get the sound mix pretty good and things like that. And yeah, so it was good to have that in just to keep myself busy before I have, before I start my new job on Monday. With uh, what? Well, well, I, I well because I did an internship, as you know, with Academic Books, and I just uh, received word that I'm I'm well, I'm starting on Monday. What? <laughs> Fucking hell! That's great. You're going to work in a bookshop. It's like Black Books. Yeah, exactly. So uh, it's a hack. Oh, well, this is great. So okay. Fantastic. Well done, man. That's yeah. brilliant. Yeah. Huzzah. Yeah, it was really nice. It really poked me up. What's going to happen to the podcast now that you're in a bookshop? Well, we'll, we'll still be putting it out there. Okay, good. As long as, as long because we, all of all five of our listeners are going to really miss us if we go away. <laughs> <laughs> nah, we'll, I'll still make time for podcasting and everything else in between. But um, yeah. Is it a full-time job? Uh, we'll see. So no. 
No. Well, I think it'll be five times. <laughs> okay, great. I think, well, anyway, any any job is better than no job. No, um, it, I'm I'm happy that I have something to keep me going. Like, just it's it's nice. I'm really I'm really looking forward to it because I enjoyed uh, my little internship with them with them last November. So I'm really I'm it's it's fun working at a bookshop. It's interesting. I've never done it before. It really is. Honestly, I I did a I did a summer job at a bookshop once. It's the best fun I've ever had. I've never I've never yeah. achieved that level of satisfaction ever again because when there's no customers, you just sit and read um yeah it's great yeah. um but anyway so what are we what are you recommending today apart from the career of book selling yeah um well i've i'm a bit spoiled for choice because i've been watching a lot of films recently and a lot really? of I, that doesn't sound like you yeah i know if i could like t- turn my computer screen around i can just show like all the piles of dvds that i have to watch and I've, I've seen quite a lot of thrillers lately like uh some sort of hardcore sort of like stuff Whoa, whoa, okay, leave that out, Annie. I mean, no. I think we'll, uh, let's not, we're not no. recommending porn. No, I'm not recommending porn or anything, but no, it's, I'm not, I'm not doing that, but I am going to recommend erotic thrillers. <laughs> not an erotic thriller. What's that Brian De Palma one again with the dress to kill? Is that the one? No, the one which is basically like, um, all about sex workers and getting, is it the driller killer? Am I thinking of that? No, that's the no, driller killer. That's an Abel Ferrara film. You're thinking of dress. No, that's not dress to kill body double. Body double, yeah. 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 Which also has a drill moment where a woman gets killed. That's with. That's right. So that's why I got confused. Yeah, I actually did. Yeah, it's yeah. Melanie Griffith is in that film. But anyway, no, the film that I'm going to be recommending is a western, a spooky western. It's uh, came out in uh, 2015, and it's directed by. Hit my hand. Sorry. What were you saying? I just hit my hand. Sorry. You hit your hand. (laughs) Yeah. Are you okay? I made an outie. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the, the film I'm going to be talking about is directed by, written and directed by novelist uh, S. Craig Zoller, who um, was, is also in a metal band, so he's done some things. He's quite a prolific uh, screenwriter. Apparently he has at least 20 screenplays circulating around Hollywood in various stages of development. And I think at one point he was, one of his screenplays, which is also another Western, was actually going to be directed by... Uh, old boy director Park Chan-wook which I would really like to see that and the film I'm going to be recommending I am going to be talking about this film but I am going to relate it to the other films that he's say the name what (laughs) say the name Bone Tomahawk that's the movie that I'm going to be recommending but I am going to be talking but I am going to be relating it a little bit to his other films that he's done because I had like a bit of a marathon where I watched that and I really enjoyed Bone Tomahawk I really really liked it and then I watched his other films uh, Brawl in Cell Block 99 which isn't as good, but it's okay with Vince Vaughn. And then his uh, big epic... You mean Trump-supporting meathead Vince Vaughn. Yeah, and his uh, sort of right-wing cop movie with Mel Gibson and Vince Vaughn where they played two corrupt cops. So you've really been like, yeah, um, hopefully not (laughs) absorbing any of the ideology behind these people. No, 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 of course not. I, I, I... do not agree with any of the views of the people and i think this the studio that actually produced these movies also has recently did come under trouble because of some bad things that were happening on their set and also one of the people involved with that studio was regarded as the harvey weinstein of independent cinema so that's not good as in not famously good at winning oscars but a man who essentially committed lots of sexual misdemeanors uh pretty much yeah I love the idea of Mel Gibson getting arrested uh, that time where he called the cops sugar tits and just one of the policemen turning around to him being like, who is the dickhead now? <laughs> <laughs> Freeze, dickhead. <laughs> Come on down. It's, it's been a hard day. 
So, no, yeah, Bone Tomahawk was a film that I've been meaning to watch for a really long time, mainly because I love westerns and I love the horror genre, and I was curious to check it out. It was his first film, and um, it, uh, it takes place in a town called Bright Hope. The sheriff of the town is Kurt Russell, and he has a uh, backup deputy called Chicory, played by uh, Richard Jenkins. And in the town, it's uh, there's not a lot of people around because, and I th- and I read a bit of the script that sort of explained that everyone's off at some festival thing, yada yada yada. It's not really important. Burning so, Man. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> um, and uh, you're also Coachella, sorry. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you're also introduced to uh, Patrick Wilson's character, who is uh, married to a very young woman called, uh, who's played by an actress called Lily Simmons. She's the doctor's assistant. And uh, in the saloon, there's a, a drunk man played by David Arquette, who they're like, oh, this guy's a stranger. And he was uh, out, out in the woods by the cemetery burying something. And so they kind of talk to him and he starts a fight. They arrest him. And then Lily Simmons is brought over to the jailhouse to uh, basically, you know, tend to his wounds because he did get shot in the foot by Kurt Russell. And uh, what happens the next day is uh, the bartender goes to the sheriff and he's played by a great character actor called, um, oh, what's his name? Fred, um, what's his name is Fred uh, Milamed. Have you seen um, Fargo season three? No. No, he's in that. He's a great character actor. He's also in one of the Coen Brothers films, Serious Man. I've probably uh, got his name wrong, so I'll look it up uh, later. So he comes to the sheriff's house and said, uh, sorry uh, to bother you, sheriff, but... I went to uh, the stable to check on my horse and the stable boy was dead, mutilated. And I went to go to the jailhouse to tell them what happened, but but there was no one there. And then all they find is the doctor's assistant is missing. uh, The other deputy that isn't Richard Jenkins is missing. And also the prisoner that they arrested is also missing. And all they find in the sheriff house is this very weird arrow. And they go to, and then, you know, Kurt Russell is basically, uh, to Chicory, played by Richard Jenkins, as I said, he says, go get the professor and meet me at the saloon. And when they get to the... This sounds amazing. I love the sound of this. And they go to the saloon and the professor is a Native American, you know, wearing a suit and he's played by uh, actor Zahn McLaren. And so if if anyone's seen Fargo season two, he's the... Oh, is he the guy in that? Yeah, he's the guy in that. So cool. Yeah, and and, and Kurt Russell is basically like, do you know what this is? Do you know who this arrow belongs to? And he's like... Yeah, I do. I have an idea. Is this your homework, Larry? (laughs) Is this your homework? (laughs) Where's the fucking money, you little brat? (laughs) And things. And (laughs) sorry. (laughs) Who to cut your dick off? You see what happens, Larry? (laughs) You see what happens when you fuck a stranger in the ass. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, um, So he's like, uh, can't do this every time. And he basically, you know, Kurt Russell is like, do you know where this this tribe belongs to? And he says, like, this arrow doesn't belong to a tribe. And he's like, what kind of a tribe doesn't, you know, doesn't even have a name? And he's like, well, what kind of a tribe doesn't have a name? Doesn't have one. These people are, clay, are cave dwellers and uh, they're troglodytes. And he basically says, you know, what he, 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 he describes them as people who would rape and eat their own mothers. And, and, and Kurt Russell is like, do you know where they are? I have an idea. You're going to take us to them? I won't. Why? Because you're an Indian? No, because I don't want to get killed. And are you just reciting the script? Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how long have we got? I mean, I'm, I do have other things to so, do today. Yeah, so it's Allah, the searchers, people have been captured. They go off uh, Kurt Russell, Patrick Wilson, who Patrick Wilson plays the character Offer, whose wife has been kidnapped. He has 
uh, you know, he's got a busted leg, so he's like riding a horse with a crutch. And then he goes with uh, Chicory, played by Richard Jenkins, and also another character who's this uh, very sort of this kind of dandy character played by Matthew Fox called Bruder, who um, has a little bit of a, he's a little bit interested in Patrick Wilson's wife. And there's one moment in the saloon, in the big saloon scene where he's like, I'm the only person here that's ever actually killed Indians. And the professor's like, that's an ugly boast. It's not a boast, but a fact. It sounds like it's got a real, like, um, Cormac McCarthy... Um, it is a bit Cormac McCarthy. It has a lot of... Ele- it's basic... It's like a mix of the, of a John Ford Western, a Howard Hawks Western. It's definitely... It has the vibe of a Sam Peckinpah Western, and it's mixed in with, like, the tone of books written by Stephen King, uh, Jim Thompson, and, and, of course, Cormac McCarthy. And the writing... I mean, the writing is so good. I mean, you know, it's easy to compare his, S. Craig Zola to someone like Tarantino, but I would compare the writing a little bit more towards David Milch because it has that kind of poeticness to it. And what about... It's supposed to be quite gory, this film, right? Oh, yes. The last... There's, like, one scene in the film. There's one particular scene in the film which is just so graphic, and I've seen a lot of horror films with various different levels of gore, but this moment holy shit i i i i wanted to either vomit or faint or a little bit of both it was quite like ugh, and it's done practically and it's it's oh is it like the it's like the thing level of like sort yeah of... but it's just it's the sounds and it's the ugh. blood what? and stuff and it's just like i'm like dreading what this even is I, I this is the kind of thing i mean i do really want to watch this film but because i've heard about I think I know, I think someone described on a different podcast exactly the bit you're talking about. And yeah. um, I've heard about that and I am frightened to watch this movie. <laughs> it's, yeah, it does go pretty, pretty graphic in the last like 30 minutes of the movie. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's, it, you know, it, it it's not like From Dust Till Dawn, which it starts off like a crime film and then it turns into like a vampire film. And like everything kind of fits really well together and it also you know it fits well into the like the landscape has this very kind of infernal dangerous quality to it and like the majority of the film is these four guys riding off you know trying to find these people and you know rescue you know rescue their you know the townsfolk and and things like that so there's a really good i i mean the one thing i will say about s craig zola he does like his films on the long side like this film just clocks in over 130 minutes I didn't have much of a problem with the length. I think he's paced it out really well. And there's a lot of really great character, you know, interplay, like Bruder played by Richard Jenkins. No, no, sorry. Chicory played by Richard Jenkins. He just steals the whole film. He's such a like delightful presence. I kind of compared, I would compare his relationship with Kurt Russell in the same way. Like it's John Wayne and Walter Brennan from Rio Bravo. It's that kind of dynamic. Those two characters have. Question for you. Yes. Uh, should I watch this with, you know, my wife, uh, my, my wife, no, my, no, my, my, uh, my, you know, Lily, should I watch this with Lily or should I, should she give this a miss? Uh, she should, well, yeah, she should probably give this a miss. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Okay. It's that bad. Okay. Yeah. It's, um, it's that bad. I mean, the first scene of the movie is a guy in a close up getting his throat slit. That's how violent this movie is. Hmm. Okay, and it's got some great dialogue. Out. Like one of my favorite lines in the movie is from Richard Jenkins when he says, "Mr. Bruder educated two Mexicans on the meaning of manifest destiny." <laughs> Jesus, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I do, I do feel like as a Western um, 
uh, expert. I don't know what you'd call me, someone who's watched a lot of Westerns. Um, yeah. If you do anything for 10,000 hours, you become an expert in it. And I've definitely done that with Westerns. Uh, so I, yeah, I feel like I should watch it, but maybe under the right circumstances. Yeah, I think you should just, yeah, if you feel like, you, I think it's one of those movies you kind of have to like, prepare yourself for given the sort of the nature of the film and the violence and stuff but you know it's not oh, so like you'd say this should come with quite a hefty content warning for people who are worried yeah, about gore and yeah, yeah a little bit yeah it's, i think you know i think if you want i watched like all his three films in one go over spread over like two or three days and he you know a lot of his films do have quite like he he, he tends to push the boundaries of how much violence people can take and and there's also this kind of particularly in Dragged Across Concrete, which is the cop film with Mel Gibson and Vince Vaughn, there is this kind of like reflective nature in the violence and how it like the world and how things are kind of shape the characters and things like that. And I think, yeah. and I think that's a really, really cool aspect of his movies and, and this, this sort of ponderous feeling. And I mean, I feel like Bone Tomahawk is his best movie. I think the other two films, I, I prefer Dragged Across Concrete more than brawl in cell block 99 because brawl in cell block 99 is like a 90 minute grindhouse 70s film that's been stretched out into two hours and it just it it's not as it, it's not as tight as bone tomahawk is and dragged across concrete is entertaining but it is a cop film with mel gibson and vince Vaughn playing corrupt cops that's two and a half hours long yeah, this seems like it's asking a lot. Yeah. And I okay, think, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and watch this at some yeah, point. Yeah, you should definitely give it a watch. I think, it, you know, Kurt Russell's great. The cast is great. The writing's really good. It's good fun. It, I mean, it's a low-budget movie, $1.5 million, and the movie looks fantastic. Wow. God, that's that's pretty good. Yeah. They did that. Well, cool. All right. Um, well, I mean, content warning for everyone out there. Uh, yes. Be careful. Yes. It sounds like it's a pretty intense movie. Yeah, so. don't, don't, yeah, don't, I mean, don't, yeah, yeah just... Just be warned, this is a very violent movie and not for the squeamish. <laughs> okay, then. Just, yeah. But anyways, so that's my recommendation. Uh, Bone Tomahawk, S. Craig Zoller film. Uh, do check back next time to see what Adam will be recommending, which I'm really excited to know what that is. Right. See you soon. See you soon. Bye. Bless us, O Lord, and these that gifts. Which we are about to receive. <laughs>